0: welcome to blinkers off with your hosts jared welch and aaron halterman well what is up i'm jared welch he's aaron halterman it is thursday december 7th and this blinkers off that man
1: what's up dude what's up everybody how's it going
0: uh, it's good. Uh, we are the slot right here before Magic Mike, and I'm going to enjoy every last second of this to try to make Magic sweat this one out to see when his show will actually start. So I love it. <laughs> All right. He's already, he's already worried about it. So I love the fact that I can just, if, if I feel like when we're, you know, if we're making good time, we can just slow, we can just slow her down.
1: I think we could. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to make Magic's life horrible,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I strive for, really. Um, I got my little dude around, running around here. So there's this, you know, it's back to the turtle days. We'll see what we can, you know, what we can uh yeah we can get into. I showed him the gnomes, the the aftermath of the gnomes. Um, and he thought that was he was, he was very worried about the gnomes, to be honest. Well, with you. <laughs>
1: the gnomes have they're surviving barely they're hanging on by a thread here at the house yeah another another attack last night on the gnomes yes. uh, hopefully uh, hopefully they can make it another night who knows when you,
0: when you sent me that i i originally kind of just woke up i kind of looked at it i was like i thought that it was like the head had been ripped off of one it's like what there's a body and a head but then I I realized it was two so
1: yeah two two of them two of them yeah no exactly. it's it's been crazy it's been absolutely crazy man uh she just every night the gnomes uh the gnomes die in the house so um you know she almost broke a glass last night as well she knocked one over thank god it didn't break so
0: <laughs> have you guys started putting them in like funny spots just to see if she'll like if if they'll survive the night that's what I would do
1: we moved them up like a shelf, and that didn't seem to matter. We haven't hid them really. We keep them in the same area, but yeah, I mean it's still early. That so that might be a test.
0: Um, all right, uh, so uh, we are into the first week of December, and uh, we news broke. Uh, I guess broke is the kind of a very uh, <laughs> maybe not the right word, but. It, it, No, um, that Saratoga is going to host the Belmont stakes this year, um, 2024, and we're going to have it, uh, going a mile and a quarter. So this is for some reason has spurred on, which I don't understand. It spurred on like a ton of like issues with this. And I mean, I don't, I don't quite understand that, but let me know your thoughts.
1: I think it's amazing your outlook on the world when you're not on any platforms. Like I'm sure they're stirring up all kinds of drama. I I didn't even give this a thought past. Cool. We'll go to Saratoga. Like I didn't, I didn't, I haven't even, I gotta be honest. It hasn't even like entered my mind to be upset or mad or anything about it. So I, I don't know. I look, it's at a mile and a quarter. Get over it. It's at Saratoga. Get over it. They're building a new Belmont. I mean, what the fuck you want them to do? You want to run an aqueduct? You want to Definitely. run in front of no people at Belmont? I mean,
0: want to just not have the race? I mean, I mean there's, well, there's yeah, limited it's, options. Um, I, it's at yeah. Saratoga. I don't like. It. I don't know how you can complain. And, and 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 my thoughts were, and this is coming from somebody that you know, you and I have kind of fought on like for a while. Of, like, okay, the Triple Crown, you know, don't touch it. To you know, to you kind of being like, no, I mean, listen, and then um, I've kind of transitioned since last year, just being like, okay, what are we doing? Right. The, the triple crown. I mean, if you're not going to fix it, if you're not going to make the, then we might as well not have it. And to me, it's like, if, if, if that's what people are upset about that the, the triple crown isn't the mile you know, at least it's three weeks, right. It's still the the five or three races in, in five weeks. But mm-hmm. if, you're, if that's what you're upset about, that's like, let's, let's be honest. The, the right, like, this is just the start. Right. I think in, in my opinion, that like, this is going to be like, I don't think that to me, if you're like a, the triple crown, you know, like you got to keep that, you know, if you're the historic person, like, well, it, this is, this is the beginning, I, I, in my opinion, of what needs to happen and in, in changing things up. You
1: know, the, I've come completely to a different place with this. I've fought on both sides of it. I couldn't care less what they do to it. I just I just don't care because at the end of the day, I can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. The people that make decisions in horse racing for the most part are idiots, but we can't change it. Mm. So we can we really have the option of yelling at the clouds at everything they do. Or just betting the races, because that's really, when it all comes down to it, what 90% of us care about, just betting the race. And they'll have the race, and we'll bet it, and people will complain, complain one way or the other. And I have just totally taken a step back from all of that crap, and I've been in the middle of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, I'm above it. I'm not. I've been in the middle of it, yelling, screaming at it. I've just taken a step back from all of it and said, I have one job and that's to yeah. handicap the race. Of yeah. So Whatever
0: I'm, race they put it on in front of you, that's, that's what you got to bet or hang out. Yeah.
1: And that's it. My only job and the only thing I can control and the only thing that I'm, I need to be doing put when the race card comes out, I handicap what's on that page and I leave it. And you know what? I've been a lot better handicapper since I've done that. And I have cared a lot less about shit. I have no control over since I've done that. And again, I struggle like Samage Texas. Like, I can't believe all these people are mad. And you guys are talking. I struggled to really read it. Cause I did. I just don't care anymore. They're, they're going to do the dumbest thing. Most times. Oh yeah. You have yeah. to do that. That is but the work.
0: Even past that. I'm at a point now where it's like, well, what are we hanging on to? Right? Like, it's not like it's this this perfect system we have in place, and it be, it's not like you know the well. Let's not say the college playoffs like that. Obviously, needs to be fixed after this year, but something that and a sport that's like okay, don't mess with it. Like no matter what, you make make sure you you don't change a single thing because it is it's like mm-hmm. March Madness, right? Don't mess with March Madness. It's perfect, but this this is not perfect. Our system, the Triple Crown, is. Dwindling, right? It's 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 not in a good way, and so to me, it's like, and and and, and, and in general, at horse racing, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, you say you want to do this, let's try it. You want to try, you know, let's run it this way. Let's go this. Way. I don't like. Why does it matter now?
1: I think a lot of historians will go. This is the way it's been forever, and it's got to be this way. And anything different cheapens it. You know. At the same time, it's like a horse that really had just got suspended out of the Santa Anita Derby. that wouldn't even have been in the Kentucky Derby, but was in the Kentucky Derby and won the triple crown. And now is he a triple crown champion or not? That kind of stuff to me cheapens it a lot more than, than adjusting it It, real honestly. And I, I don't know what it is, but I really haven't cared about this series of races from a, uh, from a fanboy standpoint, as much as I have in the past. And I think of a lot of it is, The Derby's kind of been a mess and, and the Baffert thing. And it's just like, and you just, you just watch racing and it's just like, yeah, they're not, they're not going to do anything one way or the other. That's going to be progressive. So I'll just handicap whatever they give me and we'll go on. I, 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 if I felt there was, if I felt like I could make a video and, and, and it would change something, then I would do it. But I, I know I can't do that. So
0: so I, I guess I'll add, even though I think you and I are kind of on the same page, we're like we're kind of like who cares? Uh, I hate to be no look at look at 2020 when we had you know the COVID year and everything was reordered and you know the, like it was like oh if there's a triple crown like it what, what would it mean? Well, it obviously didn't happen. In this case, if say fierceness, let's you know that's the only horse I could think of, but fierceness right. goes and wins a triple crown and wins at Saratoga going a mile and a quarter does it cheapen it at all in your eyes? Is it matter to you in your eyes? Do you give it, you know what I mean? Like, do you even care? I, I wouldn't think it, people are
1: going to go nuts, but no, I don't think it cheapens it. I, it is what it is. Like I, you know, every sport changes. You even said, don't ever mess with March madness. They mess with March madness, literally like five years ago and added four teams. And I don't think any college basketball fan at the end of this season went well, this team won the national title, but it's not like it used to be, so yeah. they don't in,
0: count. In, in MLB, you got the 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 one game playing games now, and in NFL, you've got the yeah. one team gets a bye versus uh, the two it used to be, and then you've got more teams getting in. Yeah. um so yeah i mean you're right they're, they're these major sports do change the system of playoffs all the, all the time and what does that mean for a team like the bulls or something like that in the nba versus you know what i mean like it's <laughs> like you, you could do that all day yeah exactly <laughs> you, you could do that all day. The, the reality is and that's kind of where i finally got to a point where i because i was the same way i was very much like don't mess with it, it don't mess yeah. it. like it cheapens it, it you know and, and then i kind of got to a point where i'm like you know what this game isn't the same game as it was. This is a totally different game, and we need to, like, it's like we need to change it because it's, I'm watching this every year getting, I feel like, getting worse and worse. And I mean the series, the Triple Crown series, where it's just like, ugh. Like, it just is not exciting anymore. We need to do something different because whatever is working the old way, the 1950s, the 1960s, 70s, it ain't working anymore.
1: Well, let's say this. What's more popular, the NHL or horse racing?
0: NHL, right? College
1: basketball or horse racing?
0: College, yes. College football or horse racing? (laughs) All things more popular
1: than horse racing. NFL, MLB, NBA, they're all exponentially more popular than horse racing. And it's not even really close, some of these. Right. Like, I don't, you know, like I I'm, I'm probably the biggest hockey fan, maybe in the whole state of Missouri. <laughs> right. They have made so many changes to the game to make it better. and But when the blues won the Stanley cup, like three years ago, did I go, well, yeah, we we did win it, but it wasn't like it was when I was 12. So it doesn't count. Yeah, of course not. And guess what? I enjoy the games a lot more because they have people that are smart, that are trying to make decisions to help the game. Now, the second part of that is where horse racing probably is lacking in a lot of areas, but changes to your sport are not a bad thing.
0: In fact, it should be welcomed. And, and especially in like in in relation to what we're talking about in horse racing. Like, what what about this game in the last three years? Let's just say, or five years, have you been like, you know what? That is awesome. That is that is perfect. They're done a great job with that. It's very, very, very few and far between, right? I'm trying to think. I mean, other than aside from like maybe okay, like an example would be like uh uh I mean we're gonna talk about Oakland today. Oakland starting earlier, I think is awesome and running later. Like that's a that's a that was a good cool, good call. Oh. But like that's more like track to track basis. Like every track I feel like has done a thing here and there between, you know, the last several years where it's like, yeah, that was a good idea. I, I give
1: Oakland credit. Um, I give Gulfstream pe- uh, credit for creating the Pegasus, which by the way was just tooth and nail fought by a lot of these same dickheads that are out there fighting about this today, uh, you know, with Saratoga. And it's just like, <laughs> all they're trying to do is make a massive day in January for you to bet. I mean, how terrible, but anyway, I, I think the Pegasus, People will probably lose their minds that I say this, but I I think that's been really good for racing. Um, Pegasus, Oaklawn, definitely been good. Uh, yeah, that's I can't really. <laughs> I'm in there with the with the caveat, is I'm sure there are other things I'm just not thinking of, but those two things jump out of my head.
0: Point is, is like there's very been very very few things that you can like hang your hat on and say, well, good job racing. This is horse racing. This has been a uh, a great idea or a great addition, or you know, whatever. Um, well, I, I will say they did a really good job
1: during COVID. They being a few tracks that said, We're not shutting down, we will operate this the best we can. So, COVID, they deserve credit for those tracks that stayed open.
0: Oh, for sure. That's, something. I mean, yeah, that was huge. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, really, that was just that seems more common sense than
1: I well. Mean. It- Again, look what we're talking: about. Oakland and Gulfstream. Those were the two big ones, right? Yeah. Tampa Bay, which I think Tampa runs a pretty good track, and then uh, the Oklahoma tracks, which are operated on reservations, so they don't have any jurisdiction over them. They can do what they want, and then and then Fauner up in Nebraska, which is kind of the same thing. So, and Los Al.
0: Shotty says our new commissioner is that is 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 that supposed to be polling now? I don't know is that he i saw he elected himself so what a guy to have that uh, i mean that would
1: be up. the perfect guy to absolutely ruin <laughs> a horses lives forever so yeah let's do it <laughs> i'm sure everybody's everybody's in on that one so
0: it's like the guy is just like you know no one it's like a subject that no one cares about or like doesn't give him any doesn't even consider him so the, when when he's like oh yeah i'm I'm the commissioner now everyone's like cool and then it's like he said i think he's literally going to try to talk himself into this position where all of a sudden he's you know he's going to trump himself into <laughs> into office basically where it's just like if i keep saying it and willing it into an existence it will actually happen at some point
1: i think in his own head it might actually happen yeah <laughs> yeah but um, uh all right so i no i i say this with a hundred percent confidence that would be the that would be awful. That would be awful.
0: But I also would say, well, I don't don't want to say this because I mean, I probably proved me wrong. But it's like, is it going to be worse? Is it worse? I mean, is it fair? It make it worse?
1: Fair? I fair. mean, <laughs> I mean, Very I guess fair. we
0: probably could if you know, if one if one guy like that is making the choices, then maybe um because a bad choice might be better than no choice. But still, I don't know.
1: I know too much insider stuff on that guy so i am not gonna i think it could be worse yeah when
0: you talk about healthcare and wellness and all that and you're like oh, okay Jesus. that's not that's not awesome <laughs> um no all right there you go there's our thoughts uh on belmont stakes what will well, uh will you be there at the at saratoga in 2024 you think yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I think we should. Right. I mean, that I mean, it's going to be uh, a, like a once in a well, I mean, who knows. But, one, you know, as of now, once in a lifetime situation to have Saratoga host. A, I mean, just be cool to see them. Have, you know, we're always used to be in there in the middle of the summer. Kind of need to be there in June, you know, yeah. early June. So, yeah, um, that place will be buzzing. You know, that place, that's one thing about it. that That town, they'll do it right.
1: Yeah. So. It's, it's a, it's a great win for Saratoga Springs for sure. Um, and as, as, uh, a fan of Saratoga Springs as I am, and you are as obviously as well, that's it's a big win for them and you know, it's, it's not perfect with the distance and all that stuff, but it, it's a big win for Saratoga. Um, you know, I, I think people will really enjoy themselves that weekend and, You know, after that, you can go yell at each other or the clouds as much as you want. (laughs) I don't care, but it's good for Saratoga.
0: So I didn't read much into it just because I've been busy the last couple of days. But like, are they, is it like the whole Belmont meet is going to be at Saratoga and they're going to run the Belmont there as well? Is that how it's going to work?
1: So what's going to happen is they're going to go up to Saratoga for uh, that weekend and then they're going back to Aqueduct. Oh, and then they're going back to Saratoga.
0: Okay, okay. You can't leave poor Aqueduct out. That's that's the issue. So, which
1: I, I did find a little odd, but uh, again, I have two options. I could go <laughs> yell at people in the clouds, or I could go. Well, that's fucking stupid, and just go about my day.
0: Well, the right? other part too is you could. If the, it's like if you try to figure that out, like you just you it won't. It'll just hurt your brain. So. There you go. So we're gonna run at Saratoga for one week. Uh, they go back to Aqueduct, the the cesspool of Aqueduct, and then we're going Aqueduct. What was that shirt you made, Aqueduct? Uh, Aqueduct adequate, adequate. Yeah, Adequ- Aqueduct adequate. And then we'll go back to Saratoga for the actual summer meet. All right, guys, uh, let's uh, let's get into today's show. We're gonna preview and get picked for Oakland Parks uh, opening weekend. That's right. They kick things off tomorrow, 2023, 2024 meet kicks off friday december 8th uh so we'll uh, take a look at the weekend racing at at oakland park and they're gonna have some rat fire selections for uh saturday's remaining stakes races uh, some of them and then we're gonna the big one here we're gonna make everyone wait then we're gonna announce the triple crown fantasy horse racing league draft order i know uh you're uh you got everything set up for that i know a lot of the the i'm sure you've been getting bugged about it all day about when it's going to be and what the, what the order is going to be. So, we will do that last. So, make all you guys see. I really just want the views. I don't want the listens and the views. I want you to right. stick around. I'm not going to tell you when, but it's going to happen at some point later in the show. So, stay tuned for that. Let's go. I'm going to push it as long as I can to see uh, when I get the eighth pick in the draft. Okay. No, we're gonna do it, shoddy. Listen, we got I've you, already
1: got you wrote down as the tenth,
0: so I don't yeah. know what
1: to talk about. Eighth.
0: Hey, if you do that, I mean that's I love that idea because it's like oh, I can only go up from there, it can only get better. So um <laughs> here, here, no, yeah, w- yeah, thanks. Uh we are going to we're gonna do it, shoddy, because this is gonna be this is we don't have a like These are rapid fire, these running through, and uh uh we're going to get this done in an hour or by the magic mike show don't you worry okay no people are i mean are you really that worried about the magic mike show i mean come on yeah You're that excited hey to
1: just to prolong the show michael says he's very happy with matt dinnerman hope he does well uh i am too i'm very excited for him what what do you think about matt dinnerman's uh debut at oakland tomorrow actually
0: yeah i like it i, I mean i'm excited for him he's a, i think he's a great i mean we've we've kind of become you know, sort of online friends with him over the years. And just, I mean, I don't, I've never really know. like, I've never, I've liked his calls. I think he's, he's a young, hungry guy that likes horse, you know, like likes, like actually enjoys the sport. And so, yeah, I think he's a, the right guy for, he, he's going to be better. He's going to be better. I know that much. I, what we see from him in terms of the big picture, like the, what we've had at Oklahoma years, I guess we'll find out. I personally loved uh, Frank when we, he was there um, for a short stint, but yeah, um, I, uh, I he's going to be better than we had. So I know that much. Yeah, for
1: sure. I hope... Uh... Uh, I think living in hot Springs is going to be wildly different from where he's been. And I think that I hope he adjusts well there. Not that hot Springs a terrible place. It's not, but it's very much different from where he's called races in the past. So, you know, I think that'll be a little bit of adjustment, but that's a personal thing. That's not what he's going to do professionally. I think professionally he's going to be great.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, I, it's going to be fun for him to actually, I think to like have that like big, I mean, Oakland's not, saratoga or you know naira racing but it's 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 up there for sure and yep. uh to have finally get like that exposure you know because like it's like the guys in racing that follow it day in day out we all know them but maybe if you only follow certain meets or whatever you may not know be too familiar with them and so it's kind of cool to have him get his quote-unquote shot um and and let people see because he has a good race caller. so
1: yeah Absolutely, it's going to that's be awesome. just it,
0: right? If you can watch a race at Oak, like that, and that's and and that's like in a nutshell of horse racing. But it's like if we can just if you can just watch a race and know, like, okay, I know what horses are here. I know what the horses are going to be called the right n- uh, names. The numbers are going to be called correctly. Like, the bar is so low that it's going to be great. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, it's going to be. I'm, I'm very happy for Matt, and I think he's going to do an excellent job.
0: All right, time for rapid fire presented by Oaklawn Park. And how about that, Matt Dinnerman? We'll give him a little <laughs> shout out there. He can he can sponsor rapid fire, um, <laughs> or we could do a shout out too. <laughs> no, we won't. We won't do the <laughs> old answer. We'll keep it. At, it's a new one. we don't want to talk about the old one. Um, all right, uh, let's go into Oakland Park, Altman. I know it's one of our favorite days of the year. Every single year, it feels like Oakland starting. Uh, Saratoga, obviously opening day, those are, are, you know, the, really the two big ones. In, you know, you talk about, I would argue for you in particular that it's uh well, Will Rogers, I don't want to talk. Will Rogers for you, maybe would throw it in there, but Oakland opening day might be right up there with a uh, Kentucky Derby day. You love yourself some Oakland park. That's where it all started for the racing dudes.
1: Oh, absolutely. This is home for sure. And I, I love that it's back. And it's definitely different than it used to be, right? It used to be Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, weekend, it would start, and uh, which was, you know, third weekend in January, but we get it early, and that's great. It's like I said, it's a little bit different feel, but I'm super pumped for it. Uh, definitely will be watching tomorrow, and it, it's, you know, it's it's kind of just getting used to that new schedule. This is year three of it, and I think it's the adjustment is getting easier each
0: year now. Yeah, I, I remember when it first started, and I started, you know, telling people it's like, oh, we're, you know, Oklahoma's running today, and it was like December something. They're like, what? That's awesome. I didn't, I had no idea. And it's, yeah. it, we've always said it, like because people don't really maybe realize unless you're from this area, like our worst weather, and I say ours is in Missouri and Arkansas and Oklahoma, and like our worst winter weather is like January and February. And yep. so you know December is not bad at all, really. In fact, today is a beautiful day oh. here in Missouri. I mean, it could not be better for uh, December standards. And so we're always like, we have these great days, and we get to February, and the weather sucks. I mean, we've been snowed in down there before, literally snowed in down there before. Yep. Um, and so it's like, yeah, it makes sense to take advantage of these great days. And then, not to mention, you push it on further past April, um, where you get on the, the beautiful days. So it, it's it it helps with the meat in terms of just having more race days ran and just enjoyable weather. Um, it's it sure as hell beats going down to, to Oakland on, you know, January or February and, you know, not yep. being able to see them on the backstretch, the snowing so hard or being stuck in a, ho- you know, a Super Eight hotel because, yep. we because we can't get home. All roses. things that have happened, by the way, <laughs> both of those are, are true stories. Yeah. So um, Yeah. So yeah. Welcome back. Oakland. I think the weather is going to be perfect um for opening day and we'll kick things off for opening day which is race nine it's funny they have all these like christmas themed um race names you got the advent you got the ring the bell and you got the mistletoe this weekend but you got the advent stakes on friday uh, this is race nine with 150k going five and a half furlongs for two-year-olds two-year-old colts uh going five and a half furlongs at oakland what could go wrong halteron what do you think of this field uh, yeah,
1: the, I, I did laugh at the stakes names. I was doing uh, the previews for Magic. It's like the Advent, the mistletoe. <laughs> I, I laughed after I got done with the mistletoe. I said, boy, they're they're really, really creative with these names. Oh, yeah, so. yeah.
0: They're definitely in the spirit, or at least trying to be. So,
1: But anyway, listen... You're right. It's 12 two-year-olds at Oaklawn in December, but you know what? It's kind of a good race really, you know, for, for the purse size and everything. I, they, they, they really drew a competitive field. I ended up going with the number 10 Valentine candy. I think there's just horses uh, or excuse me, horses. I think there's races on this horse's past performance. It kind of just look a little bit better than the rest of these. I think his best effort to talk about number 10, Valentine candy going to be good enough to win ask Muson. And look at that Ramon Vasquez. He's back, Jared. I know that's kind of exciting Um, for years and years. We've uh, yelled, come on Ramon, as he was making his move on the outside of horses there. So it's great to have him back at Oaklawn. really loved uh, his run there at Santa Anita. But uh, I I said on uh, the preview video, I'm glad Ramon is home because Oakland should be home for Ramon that's how I view it anyway so I went with number 10 Valentine Candy to kick it off
0: yeah he was the guy man like he, you know and then he get, obviously he's a very good jockey so he, he moved on and, and got you know but it's like it's great to have him back and it's like I guess he's gonna be the guy right um, seems it for uh, for Asmussen. like you know we typically see in Santana ask combo for so many years that was just deadly and maybe you know it's gonna be uh you know vasquez so uh, this year but uh listen i i went with asbussen as well but i i went with the one on the outside of him how about number 11 bye yeah. bye liam I, I listen i i'm kind of in the th- the thought process of this race is like okay like i sure i think you know i think your horse there valentine can you sur- i i agree with everything you said but they're going five and a half furlongs or two-year-olds a lot of funky things could happen it's hard to you know we know how oakland is bye bye liam It's gonna have a son uh on the mount as well Uh, but this is a horse that uh you know didn't debut quite so well of course it was on the turf came to the uh the dirt last time out and looked like a different horse i think the 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 pace set up for this one will be nice um in terms of, uh, it looks like there's some speed in the race. And, you know, it, he was 27 to 1 that day. You're going to get 10 to 1 on the morning line, anyways. So you're going to get a, a lot of that, uh, I would think, here as well. And more than anything, I just, I'm, I'm hoping that there is some sort of uh, progression, uh, sired by Bolteoro uh, out of a street since Mayor. Got to think that the, obviously, that uh, this horse is going to, it's kind of weird the horse was, you know, trying turf for the first race. But, um got to think that this horse will continue to get better and if he does like he ran a 79 buyer on that debut i mean that 85 is a high buyer for valentine candy i i, I don't see any reason why bye bye liam couldn't improve off that 79 uh dirt debut so give me the 11 bye bye bye, bye liam the other asked me some
1: Who i had in second
0: hey there you go I there you better. go um is that that's the only one, right? Yeah, let's go to. Not there. Um, what do you think about? Is, is that who do you who would you say is the? As I pull that up, who is your? Let's do this. Who's your? Who, who would you say is a favorite to win training and jockey titles this year? Out there, um, Asmussen and Ramon, of course. Hey, hey. Uh,
1: probably Ricardo. You? Ricardo probably wins it, but. Listen, I'm rooting for Ramon.
0: Be funny if it's because of the, uh, you know, because of the Asmussen connection, Ramon gets it. Um, do
1: you, oh, and, I, and you, that used to happen. Like L- Luis Quinones used to win the Oakland title when he was riding for Asmussen, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? And I cannot remember the guy's name. I can see his face for the, I cannot remember his name. The same agent had Ramon and Ricardo for like three years. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember him? I can't remember that guy's name.
0: He was always um, there, though. Um, yeah, we used
1: to talk to him. Um,
0: that, sh- shit. That's the one know. great thing that people, there's a lot of great things about Oakland, but it's from, you know, we've been to a thousand tracks. And it's just like, that's you go to Oakland, man, and everyone's so accessible. You just yep. you, you run in, you'd be watching a race next to you know name that name whatever trainer you like and he could be right there next to you or like you said the a jockey or a former jockey or you know the common you know analysts or whatever like you they're just it's just a very open welcoming uh, kind of place and in like everyone's fans and it's just a really cool vibe
1: absolutely, absolutely. Um, all right
0: let's go to uh, goldstream park on set removed to saturday now Race number six, the Wait a Wild Stakes. These stakes things are awesome this weekend. Uh, the Wait a Wild <laughs> Stakes worth 100 k going seven and one out. Furlongs on the turf for two year olds, uh, two year old Phillies. Uh, field of 10 lines up here. Interesting field, I thought. You got the, the seven Azara for Clement at eight to five, but I do think there's some interesting ones. Um, in here but i did you know i think that six might be very interesting you know at eight to one but i the way i looked at this race i kind of thought the seven stood out quite a bit what do you think
1: i'm with you i went number seven ozara uh we're gonna talk about both these Gulfstream races i got a little bit crazy no not crazy but i didn't go the favorite in the next one but this one i did go with the favorite number seven ozara look nice win on debut ran okay in the, in the talma up at uh, woodbine I thought ran pretty good in a very similar race to this last time out at uh, Belmont at the Big A. Got second, only beating a length and a half or length and a quarter. I think Ozara is in a real good spot, really good connections. I think Ozara gets it done.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I uh, ultimately went ended up to. I think Ozara just just I don't know just felt like this is a race that I'm, I I kind of went into it thinking I would try to beat uh, beat her, but you look at kind of the races she's ran. She, you know, she didn't yeah she actually finished eighth or beaten eighth uh beaten eight i should say finished fourth in the natama but you know came back I think, I think she maybe just went uh a little too quick or a little too soon i should say Like, kind of made her move a little too soon with dylan davis i read i like the fact that I irad gets them out um for Clamont, and, and to me that tells me it's like one the horse is doing well and two he thinks that's the best horse in the race to that can win the thing so give me the seven azara i i uh just think this is a combination of being the best horse in the race and a weaker field so um, let's move on to race number 11 this is the pulpit stakes it's worth 100k going 7f uh, furlongs on the turf for two year old colts and uh, same race basically for the colts here field of 11 lined up here and yeah you kind of mentioned this is a race you maybe went a little bit more weird and i i don't hate it. I think this is a, it's an interesting race. You get noted in here at nine to five. Um, it's kind of one of those things. It's like, yeah, you know, he's probably the best horse in the race. Back on the turf, kind of what we all wondered why the horse was in the juvenile. But I guess they saw the purse and wanted to do, roll with that. But did not run well in the juvenile. Back on the turf, shortening up as well.
1: I get it. If you're going to pick noted, I, I don't hate it. I went with Palm tree, the number five horse on top though. Uh, you know, I said I didn't go that wild, but I am going to go against the favorites. So number five Palm tree, you know, getting back, uh, cutting back in distance, just a bit after running pretty decent in the bourbon last time out of grade two race. But uh, you know, the race, it's six and a half furlongs at Kentucky downs uh, made in special weight. looked pretty darn good. Now we're going seven and a half. So, I mean, I know that's different. It's two turns here, but still, I think this is going to be the perfect distance for the source gets Luis Sy aboard today. I think that's a really nice jockey upgrade. I think we're going to try to just go to the front and hold them off here. I like the number five palm tree. So I'm gonna take a shot against noted with number five palm tree.
0: Yeah, here I am saying it's a, it's a, a race that is uh got options and I'm going to take the eight noted. I, I just, you know, I, the way I looked at it, I couldn't, really land on a horse that i felt really great about and you know you talked about um off air before we hopped on you were talking we we're talking about dornick and how good he looked in the rims in and um which he did and you know this is a horse noted who who now was on dirt but still i mean it's a classy horse beat dornick beat frankie's empire at uh, mom uh, this past summer you know finished second in the bourbon a great two bourbon on the turf uh by nose i mean this is a, it's just a good horse like a classy horse i I think you just scratch out the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. When you do that, I think he stands out, at, especially at this distance. I think it's a nice kind of okay. Let's re- re- let's regroup off of that race. Here's where he belongs. Nine to five. I'm taking taking the number eight noted. But I will say this: before, you know, before we move, like, I I don't. This is a big race for him. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. you you showed that he's got it. You got a nice one. Lost the bourbon, which is fine, ran well, but juvenile was a disaster. What were you doing? I mean, if this horse doesn't rebound after that, then I don't know what do you really do with him next, you know?
1: It, it was it was an odd enough move where I'm like, do they really think this horse is any good? I'm not sure. It's weird. I don't know. I And again, I, I'm probably overthinking it and he'll win, but I just thought, ah, take a shot here. It's kind of just strange
0: handling and, it's it so pretty
1: good at handling that's the other thing
0: so it was so weird that it made you believe the horse might win right, right. or not win but would run well right in the juno because you're like this never happens like with him this surely this horse is good enough to do it um mm-hmm. or like if he, if he's not gonna like as a turf like this horse would have had a decent shot um anyways yeah. Um, all right, let's go to Los Al on Saturday. We've got the grade two Starlet Stakes. This is uh, race number nine uh, on Saturday. We're 200K going to mile 16 for two-year-old Phillies. Field to six lines up here. Uh, Bob Baffert's got your two, well, two of your three top cho- three choices. Nothing like you, your nine-to-five favorite. Five-to-two on Grazia, the six-horse, and Chalice. Chalice is two-to-one for GLAT. Uh, you know, look, Bob Baffert, I believe, what is this, like, he's going for six or seven of these in a row, is that right? mm mm-hmm. um, Starlets, and he looks to be, have a great chance to do it again.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it does kind of get a little, you know, sometimes these early California races do get a little boring, because it's a lot of times, well, it's Baffert. Um, I went with the quote-unquote other Baffert at five to two. I went with Grazia, uh, gets Flavian Pratt aboard, and we've kind of seen this story when Muth and Prince of Monaco ran against each other and Pratt would join or went on Prince of Monaco or like, ah, oh, well, I don't know what's going on there. And then he dominated. I kind of think it might happen with Grazia here. Just one race for this horse, one by three and a quarter, uh, horses by uncle Mo out of a Malibu moon mare. That first race was six furlongs. I think we'll get a little better stretching out to mile 16th. I think she might get the lead too, like by, by herself. So Give me the number six. I'll go with the five to two Baffert over the nine to five Baffert.
0: Yeah. Uh, seven. He's going, he's had six wins in a row. This okay. race, he's going for seven here. And I mean, if you look at this field, I'm, I guess Chalice could be the one, right? But um, if you, if you're <laughs> to me, it's, it's going to be, I think you're going to get seven out of them here. And it's, it's not like it's hard. He's, be- he's got to beat. He's got to beat, beat four other horses. You know, really, if you can, you mm-hmm. count the two he's got. So, um, I went with the one, nothing like you, uh, I, to me, it, it was, it's more about, um, a little bit more of the class level versus versus the six. Uh, you know, I do think it's interesting that the six shows up here, gets Pratt off of one start. Whereas nothing like you has been a horse, that, you know, nothing like you is a weird one because it took the horse, took her, you know, what four starts to break her main. And she finally did. And one did it by six and beat, beat a nice field to a bunch of comeback winners they can't turn that race into another win um coming off of it a little bit which i thought i like so this to me it shows versatility with the horse um you kind of mentioned the six you think might be on the lead i don't disagree and so i for that reason i like the one because it does offer the the one and hernandez some options in case this horse doesn't get to want to go to the lead obviously they're going to have something worked out between the two because they're both trained by bob baffert but um I think this horse shows enough versatility to get the job done. What do you think of the race in a, in a, in a bigger sense? Um, you know, Bob Baffert, obviously, let's say he wins seven in a row. Whichever one, like, are these any, I mean, it's just been such a hard group to figure out when it comes to these, you know, West Coast fillies. Um, when it comes to the Oaks, any, any thoughts? It's just more of a wait and see thing.
1: Yeah, wait and see. It's hard to, hard to really say the Phillies from the West have not been the greatest the last few years. So that's hard to kind of gauge them at this moment. And, and look, I, I don't know because we just haven't seen enough of these two Bafferts. I think we kind of know chattelis is not like great. Like if chattelis wins and this isn't a great group, right? Like uh, she's kind of a measuring stick. She's not awful, but it's just kind of like if one of these Baffords can't beat her, then this is probably not that good of a race. So I think after it, we'll be able to kind of have a lot better gauge on that.
0: Well, yeah, she is. She's a she's a weird one. You know, she, she, she gets smoked by Tamara in the debutante. She wins the Chandler. Then she comes back in the Brewers' Cup and just is beyond bad. Um, never really ran a step, really, frankly. So I think it's safe to say she's not a world beater by any since but uh yeah so you, it'll be interesting to see how she runs if she wins like you said then it kind of tells you these baffert horse these two bafferts are not they're not the ones you mm-hmm. know um but you know i'm with you it, it's been a weird division for these for the phillies on the west coast Not, i mean i'm trying to think of it
1: well you thought you had one and then she didn't run very well you know in the breeder's cup but so with Tamara or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. What will you know what will we see from her next? or When will we see her next? I, I mean obviously she had a little bit of a a chip of some sort they said and you know what what how I don't I don't know how long she'll be off. I don't either. But it wouldn't be one it's one of those things especially who she's trained by it wouldn't be surprising if we don't see her until the summer, you know? Like that could be that kind of layoff.
1: I agree. I totally agree. Yep.
0: Um certainly not going to not going to force her back anytime soon. Um, that's it. The West Coast Phillies division, in a general sense, has been, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, Beholder, I guess. Um, Ugh, that's probably the last one. Songbird, Songbird was West Coast,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Songbird. But it's almost like it feels like it. And you just named two, like unbelievable horses. <laughs> yep. And that's kind of where it was at with tomorrow. It was like, okay, well, she might be the one, like that Nick next one. No, uh, don't think so. All right, let's go to let's go back to Oakland um, on Saturday now. Race six. That's right. We're gonna kick off uh, with the Ring the Bell Stakes uh, with 150k. We're <laughs> going six furlongs for three year olds, three year olds and up. You got a field of nine lines up here. of Twist at eight to five. Rivet at two to one. Osborne five to one. Necker Island at eight to one. Um, listen, you know, Rivet is a horse that has ran really, really well at times, uh, has ran really, really bad at times, kind of rebounded and did it differently last time out, which was odd. Right. Um, but sitting there at two to one, Tiana Twist, Hartman, this one has been really good as well. What do you think of this one?
1: You can't. I mean, this is Oakland through and through. You just look at these names. You're like, yeah, OK, this is definitely at Oakland. We don't have to even look what track it's at. You know what these yeah, horses no um look, I I went with Rivet on top, your old friend Rivet. Uh I, you know, I I kind of said in the preview for this race when he gets in this type of race, he's pretty tough. He's just when he when they moved him up to bigger and better competition, he hasn't done all that well. I think Teano Twist is the main danger, but I think Rivet is in really really good form right now and I think he gets the best of Teano Twist in this one. So give me the number 7 Rivet on top.
0: Yeah, you know, listen, I I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you here, but I think there might be a—it's odd too, right? Because one one key thing about Rivet, I feel like, is that for whatever reason—and I don't know if it's something that Asmussen has like worked on or if it—I ha- don't know if maybe like—but since that like, let's say the Maxfield, mm-hmm. this horse has never been able to get the lead, you mm-hmm. know. And it's almost like then they last time out they kind of admitted to that, right, and said, "Okay, we're not going to even try now." and 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 they did and it worked right it, it completely worked now again that was a totally different track way less quality but still it it worked and That's what cool. what was happening in those other races is that you had he was just burning out because he couldn't get to the lead and then it you know, wasn't good enough listen I went with the number four top gunner I think this is an interesting one Santana the the guy that we uh are both saying that probably could win the training title or the jockey title at, at Oakland this year talk about speed this is a horse you know throughout the phoenix last time out but this is a horse that's got a ton of early speed likes oakland park six starts three wins two seconds uh likes the distance this is right up the horse's alleys is what the horse runs Uh, john ortiz uh and and, uh, santana team up and run you know an 18 percent a couple bullets or a bullet last time out a couple really good works uh, to kind of get the horse prepped into this one i think the horse will be on his toes um, so, you know, I think this is the, 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 everyone's saying, oh, rivet the speed. I don't know. Maybe this is, this is the speed horse. And if that's the case, I think this was the one that might be tough to run down. So give me the four top gunner at 15, 20. If you can't tell, I'm just, I'm just taking shots at Oakland, man. Yeah. Taking shots because smart. Um, <laughs> it's just that, you know, it, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a most fun track. It's also just, it's so tough. <laughs> Especially when you talk about these kind of these kind of races on opening weekend, yeah. Um, but all right, let's so final one here. Race nine, the Mistletoe Stakes, 150 K, one mile, field and mares, three year olds, and up. Uh, field of eleven lines up here. Halterman. I mean, you take your pick, right? I mean, there are plenty of options, plenty of decent options. No, no one really stands out, like other than a couple. It's like they're all pre-playable prices. Where are you going?
1: I got to go with my old friend ice work at the tin horse Ice yeah, I, Orchid knew, is I just... knew one of
0: us would pick that horse so I'm glad it was you <laughs>
1: just every time it's like yeah this makes sense today and the worst thing about it is I was done with her and then she's looked better the last couple of times and I'm really like oh wait in. a second wait a second so give me the 10 ice work look she's ran I think two back to back two of her best races of her whole career she won an allowance at, at yeah. Churchill then she finished second only got beat ahead in another allowance they were both pretty tough fields, even though they had allowance by them, but they were tougher. I, I think she's the one.
0: Dennis says he hates ice working.
1: I know. feel so much better about it now.
0: <laughs> I know. I think I'm, I'm singling now. I didn't like her. Uh, I wasn't gonna play her on top here, but now I am. Uh, no, I'm gonna go to number two, Misty Vale for me uh, for Mike Maker. Uh, you, you know, listen, this is one of those horses that just uh, you kind This horse has ran 32 times and six starts five-year-old six starts at oakland park though two wins two seconds and a third so i mean loves oakland park hasn't wanted this distance but it's ran well every time four starts two seconds two thirds um i like the fact this horse has been running longer and now shortening up uh with this race the way this race is kind of set up i think this is going to help with the two uh misty veil and this is one of those races in, in my opinion that Has ran in some, has been running some nice races, ran in some grade three races. uh, Three of the last four races have been grade three races. Hasn't won, obviously, but, you know, is obviously facing much less as far as what's been in some of those races. There's no search results here. There's no hidden connections, no nostalgic, no gerrymander, you know. Like, what are those horses in this race? One to five? Um, And so to me, it's like, okay, gets, gets the class relief, hasn't been running terrible, gets the distance, gets back to Oakland where she likes. Give me the two, the two Misty Vale.
1: Another thing on Misty Vale, that uh, Zagara that beat her last time, that's a that's a really nice horse. That's a horse that would be one to nine in this spot. And you know she, it says on the past performances that Misty Vale lost by six and three quarters. That's accurate, but Zagara was six and a half ahead of the yeah. rest. Yeah. So you know after you got her out of the race, it would have been very competitive, and Misty Vale could have gotten there. One last thing, I played at an exacta. I had Misty Vale in second.
0: So, um you look at uh i mean this is a while back but back in may at uh pimlico this is a horse interstate daydream beat this sort misty Vale and beat mm-hmm. la devita this work mm-hmm. at misty Vale. Yep. so i mean the point of what i'm trying to make is like while the maybe the uh, it, it's it's tough to do when you look at some of these races but man she's faced some good ones and she's ran in some i mean from more than the, most of these horses can say that have been are in this race so yep for sure um you know, Give me the two, Misty Vale, and hopefully Likes coming back home, I guess. I don't know if that's home for her, but home uh, in a sense. Uh, all right, Alterman, this uh...
1: one last thing. Dennis says, why doesn't Diodoro have the nine anymore? He also doesn't have the four. He does. He's suspended right now from Oakland. I don't know if it's this weekend or two weekends, but he is. That's, that's why you're going to see uh, Williams. That's just an assistant. He'll be back.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's racing for you. Um, Mm -hmm. All right. It's that time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, All right. It's time for the uh, Racing Dudes. Triple Crown Fantasy Horse Racing League draft order announcement. You're going to do whatever you do. I'll I'll give it to you here in a sec. Mm -hmm. You can do your thing. Draw the order. I'm sure we'll all get uh, screwed, or at least I will, because it's that time of the year I love getting screwed. And, uh, whoa, whoa, hang on, Cooper. Um, But no. Who doesn't? (laughs) Who doesn't? Love it. Uh, But, Altman, take it away. You can kind of let everyone know what's going on here.
1: All right, so we got eleven teams this year. We usually have ten. Now we've got eleven. The team Double D's are the new team. It has been, uh, it has been uh, Doctor Miranda and Doctor Tang. So that'll be very, very exciting uh, that we get the new team. So we're into eleven. We have expanded. Uh, I have got the number generator now. So here we go. Oh, the
0: I, take... I, I I hate the number generator. There it is. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a successful number generator session whatever. Um,
1: Yeah. Well, listen, so I'm going to draw, we're going to draw the draft order. It's just like how they draw the numbers, right? So I've got every team labeled one through 11. So I'll click the generator once and that'll give us the team and then I'll click the generator again and that will give us the draft order. All right. Are you ready?
0: By the way, Rodney is not happy with you.
1: Rodney, there's people that asked for years and haven't gotten in yet. So you're getting closer. Um, I, 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 I do think uh, I, I will be honest. You were next on the list, Rodney. So we keep adding teams. You can't add a hundred teams, or I would, you, you know, because you run out of horses. Rodney's getting closer though. He was definitely on the consideration list. He missed it by one, but.
0: For the record, sure. Rodney, I I said, you should. I said, why are we not doing 12 teams? 11 teams is craziness. So if you would have listened right. to me, you would have been in. But maybe we can add a 12th team next year and well, you can get in.
1: So what we're going to do next year, and Rodney will be able to get in, the team that finishes last is out, unless it's a legacy team that's won the league in the past. So, like, say, Team Doctors finish 11th, they're out, and then Rodney slash somebody I have give Rodney a partner they'd be in so that's that's just kind of how that's going to work and that's the best way I can do it I know a lot of people want to play I try as hard as I can to get as many people possible but I also can't have 50 teams because we got to draft five horses each and you just run out of horses so
0: I feel like uh you know like the what is it like a judge or whatever that like once you're in you can can literally cannot be like you you have the job for life like that's me I'm I've won a few times Yep. My job is safe. I'm just going to coast my way, my way through here.
1: So Rodney's saying, come on, Dennis, let's do it. Rodney, Dennis turned me down, so he will never be asked again, unfortunately. But Rodney, start scouting for a new partner. All right, so here we go. Uh, it is 11 teams. So Shottie and okay. Davey, one. You, Jared, are two. John and Ryan, three. Magic Mike Show, four. Myself, five. Geist, six. Paul, seven. Kelby and Evil Stevele, eight. Vinny, nine. Dan and Michael Austin ten, and then the team Double D's eleven. So, this is not the official generator, but just to show you, I'm going to click this, so it will just to prove it is generating different numbers. So, all right, here we go. This is it. The first one five myself. So I am first. Okay, so five. Now I will click it again. Whatever number comes up, that will be my draft position. Okay. So it's oh, me. So
0: you're, okay, I thought you just got the one pick. No, gonna, no. Now yeah, you so. click
1: it for the draft position. Here we go. Okay. Seven. I oh, will be seven. wow. Snap. All right. Now we click it again for the next team. I will delete myself. All right. The next team number is one. That is Shoddy and Davey. So Shoddy and Davey. Like,
0: okay. By the way, this is, I like the way you're doing this. This is a decent system. Okay, but go ahead.
1: Of course. All right. Shoddy and Davey. Here is here it is four, woo yeah. So Shotty and Davy, the defending champions, will draft at four. Okay, let me delete uh, Shotty and Davy. Okay, random generator eight. Yeah. That will be Kelby and Evil Stevel. Oh. oh, all right. Yeah. Their draft position will be. Oh no! Oh no! Mm. <laughs> I can't wait for for Evil Stevel to hear this. I'm uh, done. I'm done. Wow. I can't. I can
0: not i can Hang on a second. Wow. I,
1: I will talk while he's gone. So Kelby and Evil Stevel will draft number one. So they will have the number one pick. We'll see what happens here. Kelby, Evil Stevel at one. So if you're just joining, Kelby and Evil Stevel will have the first pick. Shoddy Davey pick four. Myself pick seven. Jared's back. We'll do the next one. Okay. Here we I can't go.
0: Can't even. I mean, it's just, it just, it, it doesn't. Didn't they have the number one pick last or two years ago or something last year? I don't know. Um, Dude, they did. They had, uh, I don't know. Someone someone I, had it. They I had it. Know. I mean, but I don't remember who it was, but go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, three, John and Ryan. They cannot get the number one pick this year. All right. John and Ryan's pick will be. Seven. Nope. Okay. I'll click it again. Cause seven's already taken. Three, John and Ryan will have number three. So John and Ryan, number three, Perfect. that's
0: probably what they wanted. So,
1: oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. All right. Let's back to the generator here. Uh, three's already been called 11 the team double D's team double D's the new <laughs> team in the league. All right. Where are they getting two? Oh, this is bad. I don't know why I show up for this,
0: to be honest.
1: This is bad. So <laughs> Evil, Stievel, and Kelby are one, and Team Double Ds are two.
0: <laughs> see how these these two teams can screw it up.
1: All right, next team on the list. Let's go here. Uh, threes are already been taken. I may have to reorder these here in a second. Seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Seven. Seven was the one I picked. So Paul is seven. So let's generate the number here for Paul. Oh, Paul, yeah. you would have got one. Too bad. No, he wouldn't have because that's already taken. So seven for Paul. Let's see where he gets for the draft order. He's eight, so Paul will be number eight.
0: Uh, yeah, that ten uh, is eleven taken yet? The eleventh
1: draft pick. So uh, here's what's left: five, six, nine, ten, eleven.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm getting. I'm definitely getting nine through eleven somewhere. And there. There,
1: there are five teams left: Jared, Magic, Mike, Geist, Vinny, and then Dan and Michael Lawson.
0: We can definitely still push for Magic Mike to get eleven. That's that would work too. All right,
1: the generator says five. That's been drawn five again. Two. That's oh. you, Jared. Okay. Here we go. Are
0: give you ready? Five. Give me five. Are you ready? Just give it to me.
1: Nine. Yeah.
0: Nine. Yeah, nine. yeah. I told you nine through eleven. So okay, perfect. So, so there I are know, I don't even know nine horses right now. <laughs> Right, let's generate
1: <laughs> here. Let me get the next number that has not been used. I may have to oh there's Vinny. Okay, the nine is Vinny, so we'll see. Okay, here he goes. Five, six, or ten, eleven. Three, three, two, one, eight. Come on, give me something here. Uh, not nine, not four. That has ten. There you go. Vinny's the ten. We'll see you beat Vinny at least.
0: It's true, and there's still hope that the magic Mike can get eleven.
1: So yeah, five, six, and eleven are here. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna reroute this to three, so I don't click this a thousand times. Okay. So Magic Mike is one, Geist is two, Dan and Michael Austin are three, and then if it comes up one for the draw, then that's the five slot. Two will be the six slot. Three will be the eleven slot. Are you right, okay? there's I
0: already can tell there's gonna be some. There's going to be some issues with this. I'm just saying.
1: But are you okay with it?
0: I don't really care at all. So
1: Okay. We're going to do it then. So two is Geist. Okay. okay. So again, let's see what he is. Two. So he'll be the six.
0: Okay. All right. Oh, man. Oh, baby. So this, this, is, is, a, a, this is like drawing the rail or the derby. Who's going to be?
1: All right. We're renumbering it to two. Magic Mike is one. Dan and Michael Lawson are two. All right.
0: Okay. Come on, baby. Get
1: All right. Two. So Dan and Michael Lawson. Now, if this next number comes up two, they're drafting 11th. If it comes up one, they're drafting fifth. All Ooh, right.
0: Big difference, guys.
1: One. And that means Magic Mike will be 11. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. this. You oh. know what? It makes my ninth pick not look so bad now.
1: Yeah, so to to recap, I love how that worked out. To recap it, Kelby and Evil Stievel will draft first, Team Double D's second, John and Ryan third, Shotty and Davey fourth, Dan and Michael Austin fifth, Geist sixth, myself seventh, Paul eighth, Jared ninth, Vinny tenth, and the Magic Mike show eleventh.
0: So the Dream Team drafts uh, Paul, you, and me all draft there in the row there, so there you go there you go. Yeah. I think I, I, I had it either last or second to last pick one year. I remember and it, you know, so you have that, the only, the only plus side is you have that double whammy, right? The only downside is if you miss all those, uh, you don't pick for like what feels like an eternity.
1: <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so that, that, that is the bat, like magic. Michael do 11 and then they'll go 12 because it's a snake style draft. So yeah, I mean, for Kelby and Evil Steve, they get the first pick and then they got to wait all the way to the last round or the last pick of the second round. So, um, but you know, I'm, I'm guessing they'll take fierceness and that will be a very good start for them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was just hoping, I was hoping to get that one spot just so I didn't have to do any research in the first round. So
1: I mean, that, <laughs> now <it's>, you've <laughs> now now you I got
0: to now I gotta find, I got first of all, I got to find nine horses, eight different horses. So, so I had to get to my nine, so proof
1: that Dennis isn't very good at math. So we all draft five horses. There's eleven teams. So the most you would need to know are fifty-five, not seventy-five. Well,
0: you know, no, I mean, he did turn down the league, so <laughs> no one claimed he was smart. <laughs> oh, all no. right, uh, I assume. I, but send me. Well, no, I say send me the order. Are you going to post this? Some, I will. I'm going to send it an email to everybody. Are you gonna send an order though like or are you gonna send the order I can put the order on somewhere on the site somewhere uh, no, I, put it in the, I can put it in the blinkers off post if you want me to okay so, yeah once you oh, wow. uh, once you email it to me I'll put it I'll add it to the uh, blinkers off um, okay. post on on the website so if you guys want to see that order um, mm-hmm. uh, to you know see where you're either drafting or if you're following along uh there you go so and the draft will be when
1: um, the draft will be the 21st of December, uh, 21st. Thursday, the 21st. Two We've weeks. got, what's that? Two weeks, two weeks. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, the, their, uh, springboard mile is the 60, or excuse me, the 15th. And so then right after that, we will draft that next week.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right, that's all the time we have, guys. Check us out at uh, RacingDudes.com for our free picks and our premium selections on our products page. Click the Get Racing Dudes Premium button at menu RacingDudes.com to learn more. Remember, you can check out the Best Bets page. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Paul, I'll, I'll trade with you, Paul, just to, just to have something to do. Uh, make sure you check out the Best Bets page. If you want to check out uh, our free premium page to get an idea of what the premium bets are like, um, or if you want to see the draft order, go to the just click on the Blinkers Off post that will be on the website and uh, learn more. Uh, Racing Dudes are on Twitter at Racing underscore Dudes, Instagram and Facebook. You can find all of us at the Blinkers Off. i visiting our podcast page, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you listen to. We are there. Magic Mike Show, they might be live now. Um, so switch Probably. on over. They're not going to wait to the Magic Mike Show where they're covering the Gulfstream Park Pick 5. Is that... When are they doing that? Is that Gulfstream Park they're doing no i guess i don't know that was an old one i was like i must have, no really Gulfstream park i don't know that's what they would be doing it's now. not on the website yet but i don't know what they're doing to be honest with you um no i'm about done coop um <laughs> what are they doing so i guess just tune in and find out what they're doing because yeah, there's nothing on there um any final thoughts halterman yeah, I mean,
1: guess go listen to Magic Mike, and then they're gonna warm up uh, for dudes who bet sports. Dudes hit bet sports going on at five o'clock, right after Magic Mike. So
0: there you go. Take a break. Nice go eat some up. dinner or something. Get mm-hmm. your energy back, and then stay tuned for um, what are you guys talking about?
1: Uh we're gonna rant about college football, and we're also gonna do it the NFL picks. So perfect. <laughs> I
0: I feel like you and I have had a little, I've had some ranting sessions with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. It's a lot, it feels like everyone can, there's something to talk about with that. So mm-hmm. uh, make sure you uh, go check out the Magic Mike show right now, and then uh, we'll stick around for the dudes who bet sports later on with Halterman and his dad. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, congrats to, who got number one? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Kelby I'm and even...
0: Evil. Kelby's probably like, oh, yeah, I forgot we were playing in that this year. Ke- right.
1: I, I just text Kelby, you might be hearing my phone go or my computer go off. He
0: loves it. He's very excited. So. <laughs> Can't screw it up this time, Kelby. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I'm Jared Welch. and Aaron Halterman. Good luck this weekend.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Blinkers Off. Join our horse racing community at racingdudes.com and follow us on Twitter at racing underscore dudes. Want to make money betting horses? Bet with the racing dudes.